everyone. Welcome back to the Your Way podcast, the place for educators and teachers to learn how to start and grow an online business. Today, I am talking about all the mistakes I've made so that so you don't have to. I'm going to share with you the ups um, and the downs and things that I genuinely think I did wrong. And if I was to go back, I probably wouldn't have done. But because I've been through it, I can share that with you and I can maybe share some sort of teachable moment so that you don't make the same mistakes. So the first thing that I did that was, I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but I just think it's something that I wasted my time doing when I I just didn't realize. So when starting a business, the first thing I thought was, okay, I need a website. I need a website. I need a place to send students who want to buy lessons from me. I need a website. And this was before I left the language company that I was working with. This was during that time because I was like, I want to, I want to do this properly. I'm going to set up this website, X, Y, Z. So I, the first website provider I used was Wix and it was quite easy to set up a website, but I was designing it and loads of different I'm just thinking back to the time that I spent on that website and you know with a header and trying to write a few blog posts put a few blog posts on there and sorting out the web page just lots of time invested into this website and then I hit publish and that was it do you want me to tell you how many students I got through that website that's that that took me hours and hours and hours to create none not not one not one student not one customer came through that website and I don't know the 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 advice that I got or the advice that I I thought that I should be doing was to have a website it's 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 like the number one thing right you want a business you have to have a website but the fact is there are billions of web pages on the internet and even with the best SEO, which is search engine optimization, even if you had that, it would be very, very hard to rank on the first page of Google. So for example, if someone was to search English lessons online, my website was not going to come up on that first page, not on the 10th page, not on the 100th page, way, way, way down the list because I didn't have any traction. I didn't have anyone to send to that website. And the fact is you don't have a business without customers without paying customers so until you have paying customers you don't need a website you don't need to invest in that website and I paid for the domain name I had an email address to go with it you know so it was like jessica at oh I can't remember what the first one I had was but you can um have like jessica at teachyourway.co.uk so it's like an actual business email address Um, And I had that and I invested in that because that's what I thought I should be investing in. And it was a waste of time and a waste of money. And now looking back, you don't need a website. Even now in my business, when I, as I coach teachers, I have landing pages, but not necessarily a website. I, I can send my Calendly page so that teachers can book coaching sessions with me, but that's all you need. Like you don't need a website. You don't even need like a payment website because you could just have PayPal and create an invoice through that and then send the PayPal invoice. Like you don't even need a website to accept payments. So 
Number one mistake I made was spending time building a website when in reality it was a waste of time. So we don't need to do that. But what you should be doing is building up your social media presence. Even if you don't really know what it is you're going to teach right now or you don't know what kind of business you want, having that social media presence and connecting with people and just kind of having a feel of what it's like to run a a page and create content and the more you get into that the more habitual that becomes the easier it is for you and your business so social media is way more powerful and I'm gonna say well yeah I'm gonna say 100% of anybody I've ever worked with who's ever paid me has come through social media has come through my Instagram page primarily um at the beginning students came through Facebook groups but right now in my coaching business everybody comes from Instagram and I don't even have many followers right it's not like I have tens of thousands of followers it's that's nothing to do with it so if you're thinking oh but I have to have a lot of followers to make money from it it's it's not about that yes if you want to be an influencer if you want to make money from your life I don't know lifestyle influencers then yes I believe if you want like Um, what's it called like brand deals and you want people to pay you to promote products and stuff yes but that's like the influencer route but if you actually want a business you want to help people then you just have to do that through your content you just have to provide value and add value and show your authority in your in your niche and you do that through social media that that's I'm saying that's it it's you know it's a lot of work but that's where we are with online business. We don't need a website, we just need a social media page. So the second mistake that I feel like I made at the beginning, and it's kind of a mistake, but actually kind of a blessing. I spent a lot of time in Facebook groups and I did this because I think, well, a business coach I was following at the time, Erin May Henry, she would tell me, would tell us about how valuable Facebook groups are for finding your ideal clients, in my case, ideal students. And back then when I did, I was teaching online, I was like, okay, I'm going to go into these Facebook groups and I'm, and I'm going to help people for free in these Facebook groups. And I did that. And I did that for a long time, probably too long. And I, what I did was if someone would answer, ask a question about English or I would go into these English language Facebook groups where people were learning English, people wanted to learn English, people were helping each other and I would basically be in there answering questions, commenting um, and connecting and I did that for maybe a couple of months but I never like I'm doing quote unquote sold myself. I never told people I was offering lessons. I never told anyone I could help them on a one-to-one basis. I never told anyone any of those things. So I was adding all of this value, but I was not guiding people to book lessons with me. I was not guiding people to buy from me. So I, I don't think I was wasting time and I don't think that's a mistake I made. I just, it took me so long to feel confident in myself that I could provide a result for someone, I could help someone with English. I didn't believe I could do that, even though I was doing that for an online company, but just wasn't getting paid 
uh, enough. I wasn't getting paid what teachers are worth. I was just getting paid what everyone else was getting paid. And I believe that we are very undervalued in the online teaching industry, but that's another story for another time. So I wasn't asking anyone to buy from me. And as soon as I messaged as soon as I slid into the DMs, as soon as I told people I was offering lessons, then of course people wanted to book those trial lessons, wanted to book the mini lessons because I was talking about it and that's it. It just took me so long to believe in myself and it took me so long to talk about what I was offering. So the mistake there was not talking about my offer and just kind of building up relationships. Instead of building up relationships and talking about my lessons that I offered on a one-to-one basis. So that's the second mistake I feel like I made. The third mistake I made was when I really did find who I wanted to help. And at the time I was helping Japanese businesswomen. I have a degree in business management and I'd been teaching ESL for around just over a year. So I knew that I wanted to help advanced learners. That's what I really, who I really wanted to help. And when I had lessons, I would, it was kind of the same thing I would do. So I would have maybe like 10 or 12 lessons with one student. And then I would go back into the Facebook group and kind of really go at it and try and find more and more and more students in Facebook groups. That's really where I started. And then I would have another student and then I would do the same thing. Instead of having a system where I was constantly adding value and having a constant stream of, in, having a constant stream of new students, because I was just kind of getting the student, teaching them, and then going back to Facebook and then getting another student and teaching them. There was no, I didn't have any system in place. And because I wasn't relying solely on my teaching business's income, it didn't seem like a priority for me. I was just happy that I had like one student every now and then instead of continuous students. So I would say not having a system in place was a big mistake of mine and another mistake I made I just remembered is I never asked <laughs> my students for recommendations so when I'm teaching it, it was Japanese business women when I was teaching them and helping them with their English I would never at the end when the lessons came to an end I would never say hey, like, do you know any other people that would benefit from English lessons? I never asked because I just, I don't know. I just didn't even think about it. So they would have their lessons, then they would leave and, you know, that'd be it. And I would never get any, I would just never ask for any recommendations. And when I started to do that, of course, Japanese business women, my niche, my target market, they know more Japanese business women than I could ever do and I could ever find online. So they are a real benefit to you asking for recommendations. But not only that, having a referral scheme in place. So for example, what I started to do was say, okay, hey, listen, if you know anyone who would love to sign up for my next lesson package, my next, you know, 12 lessons, if they sign up, I can offer you another free lesson or another free couple of lessons, right? So they're helping me acquire a new student who's going to pay me for the next 12 lessons and I'm giving them free lessons in exchange for that referral. So that's a great thing that you can set up and you can do that immediately. You don't need to wait until you have 10 or 12 students in your business. You can do that for the, from the first student that you acquire. So not talking about, um, not asking for recommendations, sorry, is 
my third mistake or maybe that was my fourth mistake I'm not sure um (laughs) another mistake that I did was I don't think I don't know if this is a mistake but I didn't tell anybody what I was doing online nobody no family no friends no nobody I was so I wouldn't say scared. Uh, Yeah, I was scared. I was scared of people finding me online. I was scared of people judging me, scared of people thinking, what is she doing? She, you know, never went to school for teaching. So why is she teaching online? I went to school and I did business at like university and teaching just, just flowed from that. But I, I was just so scared and I didn't talk about what I was doing and it kept me stuck for a long time. And when I opened up to my boyfriend about, you know, what I wanted to do and where I wanted my life to go and what business I wanted to create and I wanted it to be like, you know, he really supported me and offered help and was just another kind of ear to talk to. When I spoke about it with my friends, finally, they were like, oh my goodness, like, this is amazing. And they they were like, this is so good. And, you know, it it wasn't as bad as I, I don't think that they ever would have judged me, my personally, you know, like my, my best friends, but I, I just did have this like barrier and I did feel stuck like in a box. And as soon as I spoke about it, I just felt like a relief off of my shoulders. I just felt like, like, not like I need validation from anyone, but I feel like it would just help me. It helped me feel more confident in myself and to share more with them and to share what I'm doing and you know that's it that's it (laughs) um and yeah I think those are all the mistakes I'm gonna share today I do as I'm talking about I feel like I have so many more mistakes that I did like procrastination it took me so long to actually switch from the working for an online company into teaching my own students into starting a coaching business it, though, it took me a long time because I feel like I just didn't believe in myself. I didn't have any self-belief. Deep down, I knew I could do it, but I just didn't. And um, that was a huge mistake. I, I, I think about where I could have been if I would have just been like, I'm sorry to swear, but like, fuck it and just do it. Um, But I am where I am right now. I'm really happy that I have taken that leap of faith and really decided, you know, teaching ESL was a real big starting point for me and I'm so glad I went down that route but teaching business to teachers is really what I'm passionate about and I'm so glad I made that switch and now I can really help people who I am so like I wake up in the morning and I really feel grateful that I'm doing this kind of work and I really feel like this is what I'm meant to be doing. I know that's so cringy, but it, it truly is. And helping people better their lives, helping people get more students and get more income and start their businesses. Like this is really, truly what I want to be doing. And I don't know where that tangent has led me to, but I'm sorry, I did just go off on a tangent there. Um, but yeah, that's it. I just feel like if you deep down, you have a desire to grow your business or you have a desire to even start a business, do it. Don't let the the procrastination, don't let the fear of what people might think of you. Think about the people who you can possibly help and think about the people who would benefit from your services or your products or whatever, what, what kind of business you are creating. 
So that's it from me on this Monday morning episode. I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you in the next episode next Monday. Have a great week. Bye.